Pushing Rubber Podcast, episode 82. Here I am. It's been a big day for me. Uh, Adam Piggott, Holland, Pushing Rubber Podcast, uh, world-famous provo- provo- provocateur. <laughs> been a bit of a week. Ooh, it's been a bit of a week. Um, it's been a, a busy day for me today. Um... Big day at work, big day at work. Lots of underwater helicopter escape training, lots of firefighting training, uh, lots of putting people with into dark and smoke-filled rooms and demanding that they find their way out without getting lost, which uh, on the face of it seems reasonable, but in practice doesn't really work that well. I had a medic, offshore medic on my uh, course today. Offshore medics don't like doing underwater helicopter escape training, as a general rule. They don't. They get very anxious and uptight about it. And I think that's because offshore medics see a lot of shit happen, and so they are, their eyes are open to the possibilities of problem, <laughs> problems that can eventuate. Uh, and this was an older medic. I think he was probably in his early, his late 50s, maybe early 60s. Uh, and he was very, very, very nervous. When people are very nervous, they, they try to compensate uh, by, well, they do it in various ways. Uh, one way, this the medic didn't do it, but one way having class, I had someone else doing that, was to to constantly interrupt and try and show that they know more than everyone else and that they were really onto the subject because they're trying to, to try to they're trying to compensate for the fact that they they really don't want to do the practicals. Then when you go and make them do the practicals, they get quite upset because but but in class I was saying all these things. Yes, you were. You were pissing me off most of the time. Um, one guy today, I was doing uh, just basic CPR, first aid, uh, training this, uh, and the guy, I'm saying, you know, we check for breathing, we don't check for a pulse anymore, because they changed that, because checking, find, trying to find a pulse is too hard. Uh, and this this guy had been, it was the last part of the day, last thing of the day, he'd been, he'd been bothering me all day, trying to one-up me. No clue what he was doing in any of the practical activities. You see this all the time. I had it about a couple of weeks ago. I had a guy, not only did he did he try constantly interrupt me and, and try and put in, when I was doing the demonstration of the CPR, when I finished, he then told me that I'd done it wrong and then pointed out why I'd done it wrong. He was incorrect, but I, I dealt with it in a kind way. And then it was his turn to come up in front of the class and do it, and he was literally probably the worst person performing CPR I'd ever seen in my life. It was just a classic overcompensation situation. I had a guy doing it again today in this, this CPR, telling me that, uh, oh, and in the course he did once upon a time long ago, they they told to check for a pulse and even did it on his neck. Here, on a pulse, here, on a pulse. I'm like, oh, that's good, that's good, that's good, that's good. But as I just said to him, as I just said, I reminded him, uh, we're not doing that anymore. We're checking for breathing because if a patient is breathing, casualty is breathing then they have a pulse right right and so i keep going and literally one minute later he starts telling me the same thing again and i just looked at him and i said i know i know i heard you the first time would you like me to respond in a different way but but we did this course i know i know i know and what i'm very 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 uh much trainees in general really love me but if you're a dickhead and if you're trying to push my buttons, I can be pretty brutal. 
And it's it's not a bash around the head with a pickaxe brutal. It's a scalpel. It's a scalpel brutal. Straight to the point. Tang. Anyway, so this medic was quite nervous. Got him in the swimming pool this morning. We did the all the drills in the helicopter. Funnily enough, he didn't die. He did absolutely fine. I got him to concentrate on what he needed to do. He was a very happy man. And uh, afterwards, you know, I said to the end of, end of the day, I was like, yeah, I have to go, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, you know, thank you very much. It was just really important that I that I was confident with you, that I got your confidence, that, that, that I thought that you could handle the situation. And I knew that. I recognise that the first thing in the morning. And it's, it's a tricky one, you know. It's, it's, it's a bit frustrating because you can see straight away, ah, oh, this guy is, is really nervous and he wants to be comfortable to believe that I know what I'm doing. But there's no way that I can instantly communicate that to him. I just have to let him come to that realisation himself. But he did, so that was good. Went to the gym. Smashed it. I'm coming up to two years now. It'll be two years. Shit, no, I think it's about two years. Yeah, I think it's about two years I'm on the 5x5 program. And I'm in the best shape of my life at 46 years old. I am seriously in the best shape of my life. I've never been shaped like this. It's insane. It takes two years, guys. It takes two years. It takes two years, three days a week, in the gym, Smashing it out, not missing days. And then it's suddenly like, ah, okay. This is this is starting to have results. This is starting to have results. You get to a point where it's still hard to every every day after work it's hard it's 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 equally hard to to go to the gym. But now it's equally hard not to go to the gym because you know you're gonna I'm gonna lose what I've built up. And that 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 wouldn't be cool. That would be not be cool to have two years of effort just just. And at my age, I'd lose it quick. I'd say if I stopped going to the gym for a month, and I'm being generous here, three to four weeks, I think I think I'd almost I'd be pretty close to being back where I started. So now it's at the point where okay, got it up here, but now now I'm trapped. I can never stop going, and that's that's good. I'm happy with it. But everything you got to work at, everything you got to work at, that's any good. It just doesn't if you see a guy well i mean so many guys now are are roiding themselves up of course um and you can tell that they're a, they're a roid freak in the gym because they're built like brick shit houses but they're the 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 weights that they're lifting um are nowhere near heavy enough for what what they appear to be or their technique's really, really bad. So you can you can pull up big weights, but with poor technique. Um, until you until you of course you do yourself a serious injury. But walking around the street, well, yeah, it's hard. So generally, if they're walking with a carrot up their date walk, you know when that's like, uh, 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 yeah, yeah. You don't get many of those in Holland. You get lots of them in Australia. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of them walking down their street. And that's why barley is just about insufferable as a general as a general rule, because you're literally going to get roid Australian roid freaks prancing up and down the street in in as little clothing as they can get away with, 
it is really, 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 really sad to see. I tell you what, sad to see. Really, really embarrassing. Okay, well, let's just get to the meat of it. I know. I all know. I know. We all know what you're waiting for. You're waiting for me to talk about Jordan Peterson. Yes, 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 yes. Well, what a few days it's been. Um, I'd been sitting on the idea of this post for some time. I've been sitting on the idea of this post for some time. Ever since I saw uh, the original article that I linked to, which was saying that Jordan Peterson is the alpha male America needs. Now, that, that article was posted on the... 23rd of March. Uh, so I've been, I've been sitting on this for a while. I've been sitting on this for a while. Um, and, and then I spoke on the Greasy Pole podcast, uh, which the Holy Vagina episode, which came out two weeks ago. I discussed my ideas with, with the great one on that podcast um, on whether, because I knew right away that Jordan Peterson was not an alpha male. It's just like, there's no way, there's no way in hell, there's no way in hell. And the best I could give him, the absolute best I could give him was the situational alpha. Situational alpha when he was standing up in front of a, a captivated millennial audience in some, in some psychology lab somewhere where he's pontificating in his brown cardigan. Um, so then I wrote the post last Friday and then I went away but I, I set it up to to publish on the Saturday while I was away and the article is was titled not only is Jordan Peterson not an alpha male he's a member of the left intelligentsia so I post that um, initially I was quite surprised uh, at the number of people who commented on the post on my blog, who were in uh, agreement with me. And so I thought I was going to get my head ripped off a la Stefan Molyneux. Um, and yeah, I got, I got a bunch of people straight away, um, all, all agreeing with me. Um, some people didn't though. I'll give an example. Alt-Right House. Uh, what did he say? The trade-off is that it's near impossible to differentiate those that are your enemies masquerading as allies and your general allies. Sometimes the simplest solution is the right solution. Put, put down your pitchforks. Which amounts to, I can't tell the difference between those people who are my enemy and my friend, so I'm just going to treat everyone as my friend. Why don't you do the same? Let's all be friends. And that was kind of the beginning, the beginning of the pattern that I saw, which is like, oh man, we've got, you know, we've got few enough friends as it is, you know. You can't be piss pissing off Jordan Peterson, you know. We can't be, you can't be sticking the knife in like this. You can't be criticizing him, because that's all I did. All I did was criticize him. What did I say? I said he's not an alpha male. He's at best a situational alpha. As evidence about this, I backed up his relationship with his wife and I used evidence from his own video, which he published himself. <coughs> he met 
His wife, when he was seven years old and instantly fell in love with her, followed her around until she agreed to marry him when he was, I think, in his late 20s. If that's not putting the pussy on the pedestal, people, ho, ho, ha, ha, I just don't know what is. This guy has no experience with women. Absolutely no experience with women at all. None. 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 He pushy, puss, pussy worshipped a chick from when he was seven years old and then got, got her to marry her. Got her to marry him. And I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something about this. If uh, Jordan Peterson's wife read that article, which I doubt that she did, but if she did, in the core of her being, for a nanosecond, there would have been a spark of recognition of, oh, yeah, Adam's right. And then she'd, she'd push that dark, dark seed down into a dark, dark place. She wouldn't want it to rear its ugly head again. But she'd know. She'd know I'm right. Anyway, I then said that he also gives women a free pass all the time. Women cannot have the feel-bads. They cannot be disadvantaged as far as Jordison Peterson's concerned. The burden of responsibility always has to fall on men. By the way, uh, and the great one said this on a podcast today, I, I, I agree. I think the burden of responsibility should fall on men. But you don't demand that the burden of responsibility should fall on men and at the time have a business, a very profitable business that Jordan Peterson has, uh, where he 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 um, uh, counsels high profile or high you know CEO style women on how to succeed in the world of men. The two do not equate. The two do not go together. If you can't see why that is what it is, I can't help you, man. I can't help you. And I tell you what, fuck me. There's been some people, some people who I actually had some respect for who have lost just about all credibility over the last couple of days about how they've reacted to my little takedown, my little criticism of the great man himself, the great man himself. So I've said that he puts pussy on the pedestal. I've said that he consistently gives women a free pass and doesn't doesn't want them disadvantaged in any way, shape or form. Okay. Uh, what else did I say? Uh, I called him a liberal. Uh, I stated that he skirts around the subject of bio- biological reality. He does all the time. He comes close to it, but then he always backs away. If anyone can stick up any video, of him acknowledging biological reality, I'll be gobsmacked. Because Jordan Peterson is a huge believer in the magic dirt theory. George Peterson is a huge believer in, oh, Western civilization is just a bunch of uh, value systems. Oh, we could bring in anyone. Bring in anyone. Yeah, we'll bring in some um, some savages from South Sudan. And uh, yeah, once they get the value systems, then they need, all they need to do is learn that and they'll be a part of Western civilization, which is fucking bullshit. That's what he believes. Uh, a great, as I pointed out, a great deal, a great deal of the uh, 
A lot of people on our side jump through hoops to defend Jordan Peterson. And my God, we saw some hoop jumping in response to what happened when he responded to my article. But before that, a lot of the hoop jumping is Jordan Peterson can't go there about biological reality because that would make his university position untenable. Yeah? That's his get-out-of-jail-free card. Whenever the topics go towards something that's a little bit unpalatable, Jordan Peterson backs off and everyone goes, oh, it's because, you know, he'll lose his tenure as a university professor. Well, Jordan Peterson is the number one best-selling book and makes for what I... I understood it was $40,000 a month roughly off YouTube videos, but people can correct me if I'm wrong. But that's, I think, what I remember him quoting at one point in an interview about what he's making. So he's anti-fragile in that sense. He doesn't need the university position. And he's got his business where he's, he's uh, counselling high-earning uh, high, high women on how to succeed in the business world and be a go even further and smash through the so-called glass ceiling. ra di ra di ra di ra It's all very convenient. It's all very convenient. Then I I quoted a Peterson's article that he wrote, which was called on the so-called Jewish question. And all I said was that he encountered pushback from Vox Day. And then I said, as of this time, Peterson has not responded to Day's demolition of his article. Uh... A live debate between the two will most probably not eventuate as Peter. So I've, I've, just, I've just pointed out that Day disagreed and, and tore his article to pieces. And the article was about uh, the so-called uh, Jewish intelligence. Because I think Peterson was cl- claiming that the Jewish intelligence average mean was 117, which is absolutely fucking not true. Uh, he didn't do a lot of lies to back himself up. Uh, and then I said, I finished off with saying that Peterson's just ultimately an elaborate and clever deception to prevent young men from straying off the progressive reservation. Because Peterson's all about building better beaters. That's what he's about. Building better beta males. Yep. Look, men have been, millennial men have been so starved of any male role, role models. Not only that, so smashed over the face that their toxic masculinity and male privilege and male white privilege and you're horrible for being men and blah, 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 blah. That Peterson coming along and saying to them, you know, clean up your room and go and work out in the gym and don't be a fuck up. Apparently this is groundbreaking stuff. Who would have thought it? Telling millennial men to clean their rooms apparently is groundbreaking stuff. My grandmother would be gobsmacked. He's not saying anything new, people, really. When you go back and look at it with a critical eye, he's not saying anything close to being new. It's just astounding coming from a leftist psychology professor. That's what makes it astounding. And so because of that, the right has embraced him. Oh, because the right is all about validation. We're not about fighting a battle. We just want the left to like us. We just want the left. We just want everyone to be friends. And that's what's been going on for the last 40 years. Okay, lefties, progressive lefties. Look, we'll just give you a little bit. We'll give you this, you know, we'll we'll, we'll make a abortion legal and we'll give you no fault divorce. And so we're good, right? And so we're good now. Yeah, yeah, we're good people. And you like us. Oh, you don't. Okay, well, I'll tell you what, yeah, we'll give you this and we'll give you that. Now we have gay marriage and, transsex- and transgenderism 
And, uh, and it just keeps going. And this is just another example of the suck-up to the left. To the suck-up. Jordan Peterson is so far to the left. It's not even funny. He's the enemy, people. He's the enemy. So that's all I said. That's all I said. That's all I said. And you know what? My article would have disappeared into the bottomless pit of the internet netherworld like all my articles have done. No matter how good some of the stuff I think I've written, I don't have that much of a reach at all. I get about 50,000 views a month on my blog, which it makes Alexia ratings. It's not bad for a one-man show that I keep putting together as much as I can, but in reality, it's chicken feed. Let's be honest, it's chicken feed. Look, this podcast, if it gets 400 or 500 listens, that's a big podcast to me. That's a big podcast. It's chicken feed. It's chicken feed. My article would have disappeared into the bottom of split of nothingness, except Peterson replied. Peterson did a little tweet. And Peterson's tweet was this. Heavens to Mur- Murgatroyd, as Bugs Bunny had it, which was wrong. A misogynistic, anti-Semitic, right-wing identity politics ideologue disapproves of me. And then to fuck me off even more, he linked to my post, not at my own site, but at the XYZ, which I cross-posted it because I gave him permission to do so. So they got about 40,000 hits on the article, which I missed. So thanks a lot, Jordan, you cunt. Uh, you didn't even bother linking to me. Pretty rude. Um... And you all say, oh, well, he didn't know that, blah, blah, blah. Well, at the end of my article, it says, originally published at pushingrubberdownhill.com. Yeah, so, yeah. So he responded. Let's, if, you, if, you, if you click on the tweet, um, what's really interesting about it is how many people disagree with him. Because by labelling me as a misogynistic, anti-Semitic, right-wing identity politics ideologue. He just used the language of the, of the, not only the left, but the SJW prog left that apparently he rails against. But not only that, not only that, he's quoted my article in that. So he's calling me a misogynist and an anti, anti-Semite based on that article and that article alone. He hasn't gone back and read any other of my stuff. He's just gone off that off that one right there. Yeah. This is important. Because Jordan Peterson is a clinical psychologist. So for him to use a label, a technical term of misogynist, he's a clinical psychologist, yeah? I mean it's one thing for Trigglypuff to throw around calling calling a man who disagrees with her a misogynist. But for a clinical psychologist To use that language, that's a pretty big fucking deal because that's his profession. It's a medical term, misogyny. The medical definition is aversion to or hatred of women. This is from the medical dictionary. Uh, Miller Cade, Encyclopedia, Dictionary of Medicine, Nursing and Allied Health, 7th edition, 2003, by Saunders. Misogyny, aversion to or hatred of women. This is a medical term. So he's labelling me. He's diagnosing me. All right. Without even knowing me. Because one thing that psychologists are not supposed to do is do any diagnosis of any person, any public diagnosis of someone that they have not met 
have not done an interview. That's 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 unethical. That's unethical. If you're a clinical psychologist, and yet, and yet, here is Jordan Peterson using that terminology against me. And what did I, based on what? That I said that he put the, put the pussy on the pedestal, and that he gave gave women a free pass, or gives women a free pass. That's it. Apparently now I have an aversion to or a hatred of women based on that and that alone. This is just wrong, people, on so many levels. On so many levels. When you really start to examine it, when you really start to think about it. This is amazingly wrong. From Jordan Peterson who supposedly everyone on the side of men, on the side of men. And yet, as soon as he gets some criticism, and everyone, there's been so many comments like, but you, you criticise his wife. So fucking what? He put up a video about his wife. Listen to me. If you put a public video up talking about your wife, talking about your relationship, okay, and make it a point of who you are in a public sense, then that is fair game. And that is open for interpretation. Do any of you know anything about my wife? No. All I do is call her the good wife. Occasionally I'll make reference to something she might have said. Okay, But you guys know nothing. You don't know what she looks like. You don't know what her name is. I don't talk about her. I don't talk about these sort of stuff. Okay, If I did... That'd be open then for public interpretation, which is the reason why I don't talk about her. Jordan did explicitly, and he put it up there. He said, he said himself, I fell in love with her when I was seven years old. Okay, well, look, I'm a writer in the manosphere. I write specifically about male and female relationships. It's probably one of my strongest points. Sorry, mate. That's now open. That's fair game. That's fair game. And you know what? I struck him right in the heart. I struck him right in the heart. Because if I hadn't struck him right in the heart, he wouldn't have replied. He wouldn't have made a little tweet about it. With his heavens to Murgatroyd, as Bugs Bunny said it. Which was him attempting to be as light-hearted as he possibly could. That was Jordan Peterson going, Ah, oh, this is such not a big deal. This is really not a big deal at all. I'm just making a big joke about this. Misogynistic, anti-Semite, right-wing ideologue. The more that they proclaim it's not a big deal, the more it is a big deal. You'd think a psychologist would know this, but he can't control himself, obviously. He can't control himself. He's a psychologist, guys. Think about it. He's a psychologist. He's got a lot of shit for this tweet. Psychologists will be able to go, okay, he said that. Well, blah, blah, blah. But he got all emotional. He got emotional because I stuck him in the fucking heart because I'm right. I know I'm right. I didn't know I was right when I wrote it. I didn't know I was right when I published. i tell you when I knew I was right, when I found out about that tweet. That's when I knew I was right. Straight through the heart. People, so many people have been on the right have been trying to defend it and laugh it off. Oh, you know, he was being sarcastic. No, he wasn't. I stuck him ice pick through the heart. 
Yeah, it's absolutely bombs on target, 100%. Next, he called me an anti-Semite. Fucking hell. Fucking hell, man. I mean, really fucking hell. All I did was say, quote, I quoted his article, and then I quoted Vox Day's article that disagreed with it, said that Vox Day demolished Jordan Peterson's article, and based on that, I'm an anti-Semite. Wow. Wow. Not only, I mean, I mean, as I, as I, I got, I got to say, I got to find out what I wrote about it because what I wrote about it was was absolutely on the okay. He was making Peterson by calling me an anti-Semite. He's making me guilty by association because I linked and I didn't comment on Vox's piece. I didn't comment on the subject. I didn't comment on the subject of Jewish intelligence. I didn't say a thing. I didn't say a thing. I just said that 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 that. Vox Day had demolished Peterson's argument. I didn't say who was... I didn't say what side I was on. I didn't say anything about that. I didn't say anything at all. And yet, Peterson is making me guilty by association. Which apparently is what he's against from the bottom up. I mean, he's against cultural Marxism, right? Yeah? He's against all that sort of stuff. Look, people... Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson is only upset with the left because they've gone too far. Not that they're wrong. Jordan Peterson did this big fight against being forced to use uh, these these made-up pronouns, these transgender pronouns. But he's admitted that he actually uses them in class. He just doesn't want to be forced to use them, but he uses them. If anyone came to me and said, demanded, I call them Z, I'd tell them to fuck off. If anyone comes to my class and says, I'd say, right, I demand that you call me Z, I'd say, no, no. No, fuck off. I dare you. Back to the tweet. So I'm an anti-Semite because I'm guilty by association because I, I linked to Vox Day disagreeing with Jordan Peterson. So disagreeing, so linking to someone who disagrees with Jordan Peterson on a topic Makes you an anti-Semite in Jordan Peterson's book. Fucking hell. I'm not. I'm not, not into the whole Jewish conspiracy bullshit. And people who read my blog know because if you if you do the the Jewish parentheses thing, the comment doesn't get published and you get banned. Stated that, okay? Because it's not an argument for me. It's not an argument. Vox Day allows it. Fine. I'm a huge fan of Vox Day. Vox Day days is a real hero of mine. He wants to allow that. Perfectly fine. He can do whatever he wants. I'm not in agreement with him on this one. I'm not allowing it on my site. Because for me, I just want to have the arguments presented. That you're that you're that you're a Jew in itself to me is not an argument. Okay? I don't believe in the whole conspiracy thing around this. So for me to be called an anti Semite, I'm just I'm just completely stunned. Completely stunned. But I'm not completely stunned because it's Jordan Peterson and I was right and I hit the nail on the head. I mean I mean his tweet couldn't have been better for me in any way, shape, or form. It couldn't have gone better than this. It couldn't. I'm looking at the tweet right now. I've, if I had prayed, you know, to Crom and, and begged, please make Jordan Peterson respond, it couldn't have been. This would have been beyond all my wildest dreams and expectations. Because this tweet is a gamma male tweet. He's a gamma male. 
Absolutely through and through. Total gamma male. Vox has taken it down. Vox is better than this to me. Um, this is Vox Day. There are two easy gamma signals. The first is dishonesty, particularly in the face of conflict. That dishonesty can take many forms, from false bravado to bizarre lies about their accomplishments to inaccurate explanations of their actions. When Jordan Peterson mentioned that 90% of his self-talking is used with dishonest, that was a dead giveaway, because gammas are engaged in a constant monologue with themselves. Whether they talk themselves up or they talk themselves down, it's irrelevant. The point is they're always trying, they're always talking to themselves instead of anyone else. The second big gamma uh, signal is heightened sensitivity. The gamma is constantly on the alert for what others are thinking and saying about him. He is excessively pleased by praise and will often cite it and is inordinately upset by criticism. He has a very limited capacity for shrugging off either one. Um, Gamma male. Jordan Peterson. Gamma male. Uh, too rough? No. This has been... This has been such an exposure. This has been such an exposure. I, I couldn't I couldn't have dreamed of this. I couldn't have dreamed. And it's like it's like I was I was I had caught the whiff of something wrong. I wasn't sure about it. I'd caught the whiff of something wrong and and then uh, this dropped. And it's just like a veil has been taken away. And now I look at him and I look at his, and I watch, I rewatch some of his videos. I'm just looking at the body language. I'm just looking at what he does. I'm looking at what he's saying. It's like, oh, wow. How? How did we all miss this? How did we all miss this? It's so obvious. It's so, so, so obvious. Quite stunning. Anyway. I got a comment on uh, my second post from Maddie's Modern Life over at XYZ. And this is what he said. I think he, as in Jordan Peterson, I think he's being sarcastic. In fact, I think he's mocking the left with that tweet. He likely knows you aren't any of those things and is pointing out to leftists that even people on the right are critical of him. If that, that's like the, that's like, this is from someone who's on the alt-right. That's, I've never seen someone drop, jump through so many hoops to try. I just didn't even, I didn't, I just quite, I just didn't, I couldn't even respond to Maddie. I was just like, wow, man, wow. It's just, it's just like you just, you've just fallen off the reservation or something here, man. It was just the, the, the free passes that he's getting from our own side based on his own behavior. Is literally ludicrous. It's ludicrous. Ludicrous. And then I got a then I got a quote, then I got a quote. Uh, a comment, sorry. From some guy. Uh, I prefer Peterson stopped explaining the wage gap in terms of how women are more agreeable and started simply pointing out that they work less and in lower skill positions, but don't we have enough enemies? And this is and look. I've, this this has been a recurring thing. Don't we have enough enemies? Why are you attacking Jordan Peterson? He's on our side. Okay, he's not on our side. 
He is building better beaters. He is a member of the left intelligentsia. How clear do you want it to be? Yes, he says some things that are true, but so fucking what? He's just a lefty from 40 years ago. He's a lefty in a tie warp. He's a lefty from 1974. He hasn't hasn't progressed from 1974 as regards his personal politics. He's like he was stunted or something. I don't know. He wants it all to go back to that. He's only upset with the left because they went too far. Go back to where we pretended to be believe in free speech and Western civilization. That's what Jordan Peterson is saying. And we are so bereft on the right for anyone with two balls to rub together that was like, ah, ah, suck, 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 knob, knob, knob. We can never have enough enemies. I am so... I'm just over the moon that Jordan Peterson considers me to be an enemy. I am just... Oh, man, what a a week it's been. This has been... Oh, it's been a few hits on the blog. blog. I'm a few... I got a few thousand extra. A whole bunch of comments. Sold a few books, which was nice. Um, But really... Really, for me, this is just a huge, a huge sign that I'm on the right track, okay? And I'm really, really happy about it. Um, And we can never have enough enemies, people. We can never have enough enemies. What? But what? What's really upsetting to me? I'd say what's what's the real thing that's I'm not upsetting. What's really revealed itself in this whole um, in this whole few days has been the lack of heart on our side, on the, on the alt-right. And by heart, I mean a willingness to fight. Like, if you look at, if two dogs, two little dogs fight, one and one backs off, we say he's got no heart. He's got no fight in him. You know? Heart's the most important thing. Heart is what, is what makes or breaks you. It's what gets you going to a gym. Yeah? Uh, it's what keeps you going when everyone's saying you're full of shit. And everyone's just been sucking Jordan Peterson's cock for the last 18 months. He's got absolutely no pushback at all. Oh, the Guardian wrote something bad about him. Look, if the Guardian writes something bad about you, it's a badge of honour, as far as I'm concerned. He hasn't got any pushback at all. He's just been given, he's just been given this, beautiful, this beautiful ride all the way through, which to me is really suspicious in and of itself. Really, really suspicious. We need more heart on our side of the fence. We need more people who have got some fight in them. Who went, who went, who when they get it, all they got was a pushback, was a tweet, and everyone's everyone's losing their heads. Oh, oh, look what you did! You upset Jordan Peterson. You can't do this. Oh man. Oh, oh, oh. Really? Really? Wow. Wow. Where's your heart? Where's your fight? Come on. This is like this is like the opportunity of a lifetime, and you're all like, "Oh, don't upset him anymore." The fact that he's upset is the whole point. The fact that he's upset means that it was the bombs were on the target, people. It was accurate. If he wasn't upset, it wouldn't be accurate. He wasn't being sarcastic, you fucking idiots. He was being deadly serious. He was being deadly. Serious in a very gamma emotional way. Very, 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 very gamma. I found out about the tweet because Vox Day posted about it. And linked to me, by the way. Thank you, Vox. 
And I did thank him. I emailed Vox and thanked him for that. Um, and I really, I really appreciated that. But it was also good to see um, Vox take him apart. Because Vox is on another level. I'm not on Vox Day's level. I'm on a pretty good level. I'm pretty smart. My intelligence is, I think, I'm up there at 139, I think. Pretty smart guy, 138, something like that. And I'm, I'm getting pretty good at taking this stuff apart. But Vox Day's been doing this since the 1990s. A hard, long slog fart and fight. And um, he's God, he's got fight in him and integrity. He really does. He really, really does. And we need, we need people with fight. We need people with fight. And we need people to take it to them. And all I did was criticise him. That's all I did. I didn't, I didn't say, Jordan Peterson is a gigantic cunt. And all of all anyone who follows Jordan Peterson or watches any of his videos is uh, one testicle short of a pair of testicles. And blah, blah, all, it, all I did was go, look, this is what this is what I've seen him do. This is what he said himself he's done. This is my uh, interpretation of that. And press post away we go and meltdown from Jordan Peterson on Twitter. I mean, why did he respond? Why? What? Where was the upside? What possible upside did Peterson have from hitting that tweet? There was no upside. There was absolutely no upside. There was only downside, which means that he was emotional when he did it. And he's not as smart as he thinks he is. He's a situational smarty pants. Put him in the right situation. Get him to write a boring fucking book where he just wanks on and on. I had a mate staying here a few months ago who had Jordan Peterson's 12 rules for fuck or whatever. And I just glanced through it. I just opened it randomly. Eh, started reading and literally my eyes glazed over. I was like, fucking hell. He's taking a really long time to get to no point whatsoever in this particular book. I think I had to read about five or ten pages in the middle somewhere. And eh, Thanks, mate, but no thanks on that one. Apparently, Vox Day is slogging through his really obtuse book, Maps of Meaning or something like this. Uh, good luck with that one. Um, but there was no upside for Peterson to do this. There was just no upside. It was a complete emotional reaction. Based on Peterson's emotional reaction to my article, you can go back and read that original article. You can read it. I published it on Saturday, April 28th. Not only is Jordan Peterson not an alpha male, he's a member of the left intelligentsia. You could go back and read that article, secure the knowledge that is a 100% bullseye on target based on Peterson's response. That's all you need. That's all you need. That's all you need. Peterson just gave it 100% credibility. Peterson just basically put out a flag and went, Adam, you're 100% right, you big meanie. I'm going to call your names now. Ah, uh, ah, uh, right-wing ideologue. Ah, uh, ah, uh, anti-Semite. Ah, uh, ah, uh, misogynist. Ah, uh, ah, uh, you hateful, hating, hatey, hate, hate, hater, hater. Peterson just did... Exactly what he apparently stands against. It's amazing. I'm still blown away by the misogynist call from a clinical psychologist. That's just, uh, 
that's just fucking hell. Think about it. It's just taken me a few days to process. I had to think about it. I mean, this has been because look, you wake up in the morning and Vox Day is linked to you, and then you find out that Jordan Peterson has called you names. Yeah, and it's kind of like a bit of a you have to you have to sit back and process it all. It's like oh oh didn't see that one coming. Yeah. Didn't see that one coming at all. You have to process it all. But in the processing, I mean, for a clinical psychologist to to label me as a misogynist, to to diagnose me as a misogynist publicly, that has to go against a few uh, a few uh, medical uh, ethics standings, doesn't it? Was it because I called psychology a pseudoscience? Did that get him upset? Could be. Could be. I never trust anyone who studies psychology. I think they always think there's something wrong with them. Always. Without a doubt. Craziest people I know go and study psychology. They study psychology, why? Because they're trying to work out why they're so fucked up. I'm so fucked up, my life is a piece of shit. I know, I'll go and study psychology and then I'll be able to work out why I'm such a fuckwit. Hmm. That's generally the case when we're talking about this sort of stuff. I'm veering between, should I call this episode the Brown Cardigan episode? Or should I call it, I think I'm going to call it Whole Lot of Heart. Because the really important thing about this episode is, do you have any fight in you? Yeah? Everyone has been criticizing me from my own side. Think, if, the, if, the, if, if you were linked, if Vox Day linked to you and you found out that Jordan Peterson had called you all these names, what would your reaction would be? Would it be to stand up and punch back on Jordan Peterson? Or would it be to cower in a corner and say, I'm sorry, and throw up my hands? Because so many of you were just telling me to stop being a meanie and to throw up my hands and say, I was sorry. And that is, to me, really disappointing. It's probably one of the most disappointing things out of this, I'd say. It's the most disappointing. Where's your fight? Where's your heart? Where's your get up and go? Where's your courage? Where's your pluck? Really? This is, this, is, this is why we're losing people. Because you're all so scared. You're all so scared. Scared of what? Scared of what? I haven't said sorry. I amped it up. Published another couple of posts. What's happening? I'm okay. It's still here. No one shot me through a window yet. Bang. Oh, 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 I was wrong. <laughs> really? Where's your fight? Where's your fight? What were you like in the schoolyard? Come on. So I enjoy watching boxing. It's not just the technique. It's not just how much they've worked out in the gym. It's not just how fit they are. Who's got some fight? Who's got heart? Who's going to get back up off the canvas when someone smashes them down? That's why I love watching boxing. It's been an interesting few days. It's been an interesting few days, for sure. Um, so there we go, the fight episode. Look, you need some fight in your people. You need some fight. You need some get up and go in all aspects of your life. And yeah, this was, it was, it's scary. Yeah, you doubt yourself. Sometimes. But um, following a gamma male is not a situation, it's not even a situation in alpha. I take it back. I take it back. 
He's a gamma male and a brown cardigan. That's what that's what Jordison Peterson is. He's a gamma male. I'm deadly serious. I'm not being frivolous with this. I'm not being facetious. He's 100% gamma. Which is amazing, isn't it? When you think about it. Go back and rewatch some of his stuff with this in mind and what's happened over the last few days. Just watch it now with your eyes open as I did and I'll be like, you're like, ah, ah, ah. Now it all makes sense. They were shoving Jordan Peterson down our throats for a reason. Building better beaters. That's the heart episode. Whole lot of heart. You need heart, people. Yeah? You need heart. When they... When they punch you, don't you don't cower, you punch back. Okay. Uh, shout out, Captain Capitalism, Aaron Clary. Aaron keeps trying to nail me down to do a live stream with him, and I he keeps sending me emails like, "Hey, Adam, are you around? Can we do a live stream?" I think he said one at two o'clock in the morning. I woke up at I woke up at five o'clock this morning, and there's a an email from him. Can we do a live stream? You know, three hours ago when it was two o'clock in the morning. And he did one a few weeks ago. I really appreciate this. I want to do a live stream with Aaron. Aaron and I have only spoken once by Skype, and that was when he didn't know me from shit from sugar, and I was doing a asshole consultancy to find out should I buy a house in Melbourne. We've never spoken, and I'd love to be able to have a chat with Aaron. It would be absolutely fantastic. But for fuck's sake, can you just email me and set up a time like at least a day before, because we're on different sides of the world, and we, and we can work it out, and I'll be here on time. We'll do it, no problem. I want to I want to chat with Karen with Aaron, because uh, he's got he writes awesomely, does great YouTube videos. You need to check him out, CaptainCapitalism.blogspot.com. Asshole Consultancy. Check out his books. Um, if we do have a live stream, hopefully soon in the future, that'll be a big one. Um, all right, check out my site, Pushing Rubber Downhill. Subscribe, subscribe to this podcast. Buy my books, Pushing Rubber Downhill, A Journey to Manhood via Whitewater Adventures. Yeah, yeah, Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules, bullshit. Pushing Rubber Downhill, find out how it's really done. Uh, run Guts, Pull Cones, and um, A Whitewater Adventure in the Italian Alps. Bit of fun, that one. Third book is still evolving. Yes, I've been busy. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening, people. I'll surprise you with it. But bang, third book. There you go. Ha ha. Um, hey, this has been um, this has been fun. It's pretty late here. I'm pretty tired. Um, it's coming to my bedtime. Um, thanks for listening. Don't you guys go changing. Thanks for uh, thanks for all the support from the people who um, who uh, who replied and emailed me over the last few days. It's been great. And um, yeah, he's hoping I can continue knocking them off the perch. Uh, I'll talk to you again next week. Ciao.